vegan. What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I am an editor over at The Coalition, that's with a K.com, and I'm joined by editor-in-chief of uh, The Coalition, Rich Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? Yep. And throw down on Carlos Romero. What's up, Carlos? Yo, yo, yo. Mothership's back. Mothership is back. This is what we've been waiting for, right, everybody? Everybody's been waiting for this. All the people at home that were watching and listening, they're like, yes, this is what we were waiting for. So, people, uh, if you're watching this, the episode just aired AMC. You got to see it. You're happy. All your questions have been answered, right? No, has not. But real quick housekeeping, thanks again for all the support over on iTunes and Spotify and, of course, YouTube. Just following us is I am Negan. We've been getting a lot of follows. No surprise. Uh, this is it. This is really what people care about. I don't think they cared about Tales. We covered that. That, that was garbage. Uh, fear, that's coming back. So we'll, we'll see what's up with that. But this is it. This is the one. Yes, we got spinoffs coming, but no. People want to know, how is this going to end? Are all the questions going to be answered? Are all your favorites going to survive? Uh, thankfully, AMC likes to spoil content. So, yes, we do know a lot of these characters will survive mm -hmm. because they have their own spinoffs. You know, we have the, the Daryl and, and, not Carol, the Daryl and Question Mark spinoff, which he's already off in France filming. And we know Negan and Maggie have their spinoff coming. So, and, and then what was it? It was also confirmed with Rick and Michonne having their own. Rick and Michonne. That's that's one that could be kind of ambiguous because it could be a show of during the time when they're actually gone. So it's like, oh, what were they doing during the hiatus? Um, yeah. So it could be that or it could be post uh, walking to proper. We'll see. Yeah, we will see about that. So quick, thank you for everybody that's been supporting us and viewing us. Through all these years of covering covering on Walking Dead, because that's that's it. That's what we're covering on this show. No no other surprises. Uh, one little thing: don't see the Munsters movie by uh, Rob Zombie. Oh boy, that was so bad, so bad. Oh. <laughs> I just had to throw that in as a, a disclaimer because man, I was like, oh, oh boy. All right. Um. So this is for the last part. Like we mentioned, this is the last chunk of episodes. For the Walking Dead Mothership, this is for episode 17, Lockdown. Alright, so for those, if you haven't seen it and you're worried, oh, I didn't see it, go take a look at your DVR, watch it, and come back after. Or you can go on AMC+, Plus; it's available there, and you can check it out. But uh, for everybody that I'm hoping that is tuning in over on YouTube and on all other services, you've already watched it, so you're not going to be surprised by this. Alright, 3, 2, 1, let's get into it. Uh, we'll break it up into parts, We'll like we usually do. So we'll cover, let's say, the Maggie and Hornsby and, and Daryl. We'll cover that whole uh, story arc, and then we'll jump to the Commonwealth. All right? So, well, because then cool. pretty much uh, the episode started with the, the Daryl and and, uh, and uh, the Hornsby and all that stuff. So uh, we, we see that Negan is now part of the group. He joins up and... and Everyone's happy. Well, not really, but they need his help, right? And the plan is they need to take out. Well, Maggie's on a kill streak. She's like, yes, we have to kill him. We have to kill him. She wants to kill everybody now. So she wants well, to kill him. Go ahead. I do want to, I, I do want to interject, Adam. Go do it. Do it. You, you said no, not everyone was happy. I was surprised. I didn't, I, at least 
I didn't see Maggie being upset uh, that Negan is there. Uh, I don't know if anyone else noticed if she was or not, but I I definitely did not see her being upset. So um, maybe this is a turn for uh, a, a, a different type well, of Maggie. They, they have to. Well, they have to do it if they're definitely getting that spinoff where they're running around together fighting running walkers in their own show. So they have to squash the beef. And we sort of saw that at the end of season 16 when they had that little one-on-one talk around the campfire. So they're definitely doing, but I think it's it's that trust, and uh, we're supposed to not be sure, especially with the whole thing with Daryl. Because remember, Daryl got tortured. Negan tortured him, and and locked mm-hmm. him away for a long time. It, it was it was crazy for a while with him. So, but you were going to say something, Rich? Oh no, I just was going to say uh, that. Uh, well, they definitely will have to explain as they get closer to have that spinoff. But it kind of feels like they are foreshadowing that Negan's uh, wife is not going to make make it out of this season. But uh, I would like to see how. Too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they they have to explain that because you know. But we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, the wife. I think she went off with Father Gabriel, right? Because they break up in two parts, two groups, and I think Aaron was also part of that group. I'm trying yep. to remember, there was Aaron in that group also. Yeah. And uh, the whole point is that they are getting hunted down by Hornsby and his troopers. And so they're just flanking around and trying to come up with different distractions. Now, one of the cool things that we saw here, which I was surprised, is Negan bust out the, the Skinwalker mask. He had a whisper. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was like, is, is this the same one that he's been wearing, what, that he wore early on when he was part of the, the whispers for that short time? I, I don't know. Or does he carry it in the back pocket? It must smell horrible. <laughs> either, either way he, he had it with them and there's a part where I, I you know you would think after all these years with like the 11 years of watching this show I can get over but these walkers are slow okay they're moving slow and then you see these troopers shooting oh no they're surrounding us you have guns you have legs <laughs> you can run backwards no, yeah and, then, and they still get flanked from the, ah! I'm like you come on now come on I know it's a I know it's a trivial part of the show at this point, yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah. come on, do 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 the Steph Curry step back or something. Mm-hmm. You can you can, you can <laughs> dodge. Them. You it's like as if everybody has blinders and tunnel vision. They're just looking forward. They're like, wait, could there be someone on my right? Oh my god! You know, it's like just that's it. Do teams and groups of like three guys forward, two guys to the left. I mean, to the left and to the right. You know. Cover your bases. That's all I'm saying, you know, so you don't get flanked. But it's funny. Anyway, they're getting attacked and they're getting eaten up. And then we see one's creeping behind one of the troopers and takes him out. And sure enough, it's uh, a boy Negan. He has the, the, the skinwalker mask, which is funny that he has it on for a few seconds and then he takes it off. Keep it on. That would have been great. Take it off when, for the next scene when we see he's in the car. I think that would have been cool just to see like a walker drive. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I I will say this. If 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 Negan keeps the mask on and then they see a walker driving a car, then they'll know to suspect it in the future. So, you know, from a tactical perspective, I'm fine with that. But he didn't want yeah. to... Because remember, the whole thing of him getting into the car, his part was, we're going to send you to the Commonwealth. Here's the message yes. I need you to tell um, Mercer, which is what's going on with Hornsby. Because that's the thing. It's like Governor Milton doesn't know that Hornsby is doing all this stuff, causing chaos. And the first time I think we've heard this term, the wastelands, right? Because that's what Negan mm-hmm. called it when he talked to Mercer. It's like the wastelands. Word gets around. And I like that. Let's stick with that. So out in the wastelands. 
So the the plan is Negan, you relay this message. Let Mercer know Hornsby is out for himself and he's causing chaos out here and needs to be stopped. And this is what's going on. So that's and he, the reason why he's in Zeke is because they don't know what Negan looks like. He wasn't part of that initial group. He can bypass all the other stuff. So that's why I'm thinking just keep the, the, the skin mask on. So even when you're in the car getting the getaway, someone can't just like see a face. And who knows if one of those soldiers makes it back. And I'm like, I know him. Like the Warriors. The Warriors did it. The Warriors. Did. It was Negan. You know, so we don't get one of those. But anyway, we get our first car chase. Right? I think this is the first in the franchise that we've seen. I don't recall ever seeing a car chase like this. I've seen cars mm-hmm. just taking off to leave a location, but never really get chased like this. So Negan gets in the car. We, and, we had a trailer chase in Tails, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a trailer chase. <laughs> yeah, right, All right, so, so he kills a, Negan kills this guy. He kicks the gun off to the side, and we see why. Because yeah, uh, we got Daryl over there. He picks up the gun and the clip, boom, boom, boom. And now he's providing cover fire for Negan to get out of the area. Another uh, SUV or troopers starts chasing after him. And here's your car chase. Zipping around through the streets and doing all this stuff. And he's dodging and weaving eventually. His troopers don't really know how to drive. And they get into an accident. <laughs> like, we haven't done this in so long. There's no highways. We don't go anywhere. And so they get into an accident. And so now he's home free. All right. So before I go any further, what did you guys think of that car chase? Well, I thought, uh, you know, as far as from an action standpoint, I I was very very entertained. Um, you know, Daryl did assist him all the way through because I, I recall Daryl crashing into them, and that was what prevented them from. from oh yeah, from, that's, from being that's able to right. Get to he did. Well, I wasn't sure about that. It was a fast cut because. Of, it was cutting back and forth, and we were seeing, yeah, he was near a car, but then he was yeah. providing cover fire. It looked like he didn't have time to get in the car and to race across town wherever well, Negan was to, to remember. Yeah, he did. Remember that when uh, when Daryl was getting towards the troopers, he he overheard in the radio yep. where exactly they spotted uh, Negan and where they were chasing him. Uh, okay. So okay, yeah. Right. So he went and and and, and like Rich said, he. He intercepted them. And by the way, I do want to mention before we continue, uh, for a show that's called I Am Negan, this is the perfect Negan episode on my, my, my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the yeah, best so far. Yeah, 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 it was pretty much all him. And then it was cool. It was definitely cool. And I think we're not the only ones because, uh, hell, he's getting a spinoff. And, yeah, Maggie's part of it. But uh, I think it's really it's really going to be Negan. It's really going to be Negan. So we'll, we'll see. And, and who knows? Maybe that'll continue on. I, I truly think that... All these spinoffs that they're trying is not to be one-offs. They're really throwing a bunch of darts at the board and trying to say, well, maybe this will work. Maybe that will work. Maybe this. And, and hopefully one of them does stick. And in theory, yeah. you would think. I mean, we got four or five in the works. One of them has to stick. Just the same. One of them has to stick. Hopefully none of them from Tails because that does not need to come back. <laughs> that does not need to come back. All right. So remember, we're sticking with this time segment here. So 
Uh, now we see, we'll get to the good one, where Negan is now in the interrogation room. So he just walked into this here. Now, they seem to be cutting or making changes to how things work. Because if you recall, the process is you get put in that trailer area for the for long periods of time. And then they interrogate you. Remember the interrogators, it was those other two people, ask you a bunch of questions and they send you back. They skip that. They don't even bring those that, that those two people up. It's like you go straight to Mercer. And I get it. He said he was asking for him. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel like there should have been some little, at least a scene where we see him at that gate area. And they're like, what do you want? I need to talk to Mercer. Yeah, yeah, who are you? You know, get on the ground or something. But he does have that uh, conversation with him. And this is where we get some weird teasers here. And this is something that I brought up before we started recording. Um, is Princess dead? Did something happen to Princess? Because uh, while Mercer is talking to Negan, he's like, why are you here? Is it because of her? And who's her? And we didn't see Princess at all, or no one even mentioned her in this episode. And I don't think he means her as all oh, the the report that got the, that Connie released in the paper and all the stuff going on with Milton and the Sebastian and the girl. Nah, I don't think it's that. But he says, I'm, you know why I'm here. I'm here because of Daryl and everything that's going on with Hornsby. He's out there running amok in the wastelands. So you need to put a stop to it. And that's why I'm here. So what did you guys gather from that whole interaction in that scene there? Um, I'm exactly where you are. I have no clue who they were referring to at the beginning. I think they're well, they're they're referring to a, to a, a a woman. I don't know who it was. I I really doubt it's Princess because uh, Negan doesn't really have any interactions with Princess in the past. But Mercer doesn't um, know that. He just knows that that she's part of the group. But 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 Daryl did. I mean, uh, but Negan was really candid with him. Like everything he told him was actual like factual stuff that we know from the story um the whole stuff with daryl and, and and everything so i don't think anything that negan mentioned to him was a lie or, or a manipulation i feel like he was just straight straight up with him and that and he understood that um but yeah i have no clue who he was referring to i doubt it was princess i think princess was just i don't know maybe she was still in her vacation when they were filming episode one uh i don't know i don't know where she was at um <laughs> Because it, it did, she was she was uh like noticeably absent just because you know Mercer was was in the forefront of this episode in a lot of scenes, um, so yeah I have I, I have no clue. Yeah, I just found it odd no one mentioned her. Like when they were talking about it later, and we'll get into the Commonwealth segment, and they're talking about all the people in the group, and then saying all right, how's this person? This one. Then again, they didn't even talk about Eugene, so uh, it could be nothing. It could be nothing. We could watch episode 18 and be like, oh, there it is. No biggie. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also am, am on the same page as you both. I don't know who they're referring to. Uh, I don't believe that uh, that uh, Princess is dead. We know that the last time we oh, saw her, not. she... Yeah, no, no. They, they can't They can't just kill a character like that. No explanation. You, you never see it happen. The last time we saw her was when she was trying to help Mercer deal with his situation and have a better way of understanding and ex understanding first that there are issues happening at the Commonwealth and then trying to express himself. Uh, so that's the last time we saw them when they had an episode. Yeah, and they did. That, you know, they had their moment. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, so so uh, I think we will get some answers, but uh, I don't think that she's dead. Yeah, and Not I looked yet. up online. Anyway. There's no controversy like she rage quit the show or something like that. I'm like, oh man, she said she's never coming back. Oh, how do we write her off? <laughs> All right, we'll just say she died. Yeah. So uh, no, yeah, it could be nothing. It could be nothing. But uh, the other part of this that threw me off is, well, maybe it shouldn't have thrown me off. You have to get the story moving. They just let Negan into the Commonwealth. Yeah, there's there, there's really no point to to having the whole process with Negan just to know what it is. If it it's, it just makes sense to just it's, go through. It's, it's only the only reason why I bring that. It's not so much about the process. It was like, oh, well, you're dwelling too much. No, no, it's not that. It's that there's this uprise that's going on in mm-hmm. in the Commonwealth. So there's already conflict. There's already a lot of drama. A lot of stuff going on. And here it is. Now, Mercer knows that Negan is part of another, you know, the Daryl's group there, and his goal is to get them out. But do you really want to get involved in all that? And it's like, ugh. and he goes in there unsupervised, at least uh, provide one soldier with him to make sure things aren't getting too crazy. Because what if he has uh, other motives? And he says, you know what? Yeah, I'm here for my people. You know Daryl. Yeah, no, okay, go, go get your people. Okay, and then he meets up with the people. He's like, all right. You got some guns? We're taking over this place. You know, it's like, what if something like that? I don't know. I just, that that part felt a little too uh, open-ended. So, but it, it's fine. It's fine. It, so they let him in. Um, before we go, because now we drift off into the Commonwealth, but let's get back to, that's it for that part. We have Daryl and Maggie doing some shots to the killing off uh, a lot of the Hornsby crew. And they have a little heart-to-heart with Daryl and Maggie. And he says, uh, to the effect of, uh, she said, was it, was it, she said, thank you for what you did with, um, what's her name? Oh man, I'm blinking on his ex girl that he killed. Leah. Leah. Yeah, Leah. She's he's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all right. You know, I'm, I'm sure Glenn would have wanted me to protect you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course. I mean, well, uh, go ahead. I, I just will make a comment. Uh, I'm pretty sure that y'all have noticed this. I'm pretty sure anyone that has been watching the show have noticed. They made sure to put a lot of callbacks to stuff that has happened in the previous seasons. And we're probably going to see this for the rest of the season. Because, again, yeah, you have the situation like like you had Negan wearing the mask. That's Mm -hmm. a callback. And then when Negan meets up with Maggie, he's like, oh, maybe I should have stayed in the cabin like he told me to. And and then this here where he's mentioning Glenn. So I think we're going to continue to see that in the the next couple episodes. Even the beginning of the episode, if you guys remember, they showed all these scenes from the from the past mm-hmm. the rake yeah and that the, was uh, the judith student. doing a narration for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh they're, they're doing their part and then they meet up with uh with aaron again now here's the thing though where where did they send negan's wife was she with them because i could have swore when they broke yeah. off into parts but then they all get together when they do that funneling of trying to get lure Hornsby and the troopers in was she part of that group? Yeah, was she was still with Maggie. She, she was still with Maggie. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Was still with Maggie. All right, because right. so yeah, they they funnel them in, take them out, and then Daryl has the knife to Hornsby throat. Got him. Right. That's it. We got him. Right. It's over. Yeah, and uh, it was all right. I, I was expecting a little more from uh, that whole interaction. I don't know, maybe like a, uh, we saw the car chasing, like maybe something like that, you know, like he realizes, oh man, I'm outnumbered. Really, you're not, but you're just outmaneuvered because uh, they definitely had strength in numbers. 
But uh, there goes that. He gets caught, and we are done. So what do you think is going to happen with Hornsby? What What is Daryl's game here with capturing him? Go, 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 go ahead, Carlos, then I'll go after you. Okay. I, I think, and I saw the preview for the next episode. Um, <laughs> so, so I, like, I saw the, the, the small trailer for it. <laughs> and, uh, it seems like, it seems like they're trying to, they're trying to get in the governor's good graces by turning in Hornsby and letting him be the martyr for all of the atrocities that the Commonwealth is blaming the kid for. Yep. So that's 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 exactly how I'm seeing uh, this progressing and the, and the reason why they're doing this. Um, it, it just I find it funny that Hornsby like had a big smile when he got caught. Like he like he felt like oh like like you think you have the upper hand, but I, like I, I think he has something up his sleeve. Of course, oh, yeah. of course, because he he thinks like they they had mentioned it, that he's just the man. Like he runs everything. He was always saying it before. That he is the mastermind, and, and we've heard this before from other characters. They said, "Well, the governor is the governor, Milton, but the one that pulls all the strings is Hornsby. He's the one that's going out there making the wheeling and dealing with all the other groups, factions to get supplies and things like that. This is the main reason why he was doing what he was doing, because he was trying to say, hey, I can take control of all the outer areas.' And this is another reason why I think with the smile is that as much as Maybe the showrunners are trying to put us in that mindset of like, oh, Milton is going to hate him. Doesn't want anything. I don't think that's the case. Because remember, she even said, well, just don't dirty up the work in the Commonwealth and make sure you stick with your these duties that you have. But then, yeah, go ahead, do what you got to do out there. Hmm. So what does that mean? She said this in last season while in that car ride. So she knows that he plays a dirty game. She knows that he has... Uh, blood on his hands and other things that he's going to do, but she allows it. So yes, where mm-hmm. there's a part where we do see where he's uh, calling for backup, or he has one of he was trying to reach out, couldn't get hold because they're too far out. And then uh, there was another little quick scene where we see one of the guys trying to call out on the radio, and Maggie kills him and destroys the radio and stuff. So uh, we we get that, but I I think that that's where the smile comes in. It's like. What you're gonna hand me over, and she's gonna say, "All right, this and that." No, then, then again, he doesn't know all the chaos going on at the Commonwealth with uh, Connie's article. He doesn't, he doesn't know about that. So maybe that could be a fact that he thinks, like, "Oh yeah, go ahead, you're gonna try to bring me in." But then remember, he also has his own super spies, his super group. That was the one that was with the Eugene that was playing the girlfriend and all that. Right? We got all of those other people that are. Like, I don't know. Is it? We got the rebel group, and I know yeah, the ones, a lot of the this. ones that are the ones that are trying to home alone and kidnap the kids right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Are they part of his thing? I don't think so. But then we do know he has another operation of uh, spies that work there and and do their own thing. So I don't know. I don't know. He definitely has a, another play in mind. So we'll we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. So there goes that part. So then now we jump into the com- the, the Commonwealth. And uh, who is the attorney for Milton? Who's the attorney? Carlos. Uh, Go ahead. Say it. Say <laughs> Yumiko. it. Yumiko. You said it because I can't. Yumiko, right? But uh, we get into it. So now, if you recall, there was Connie 
had the information, the dirt on everything. She knew all the stuff about um, Sebastian sending people to that house that had money, and this is what he was doing, and he sent people to die, didn't care, hoping. She writes it all up, and it's out there. And so we see people in the street protesting, screaming. They want Sebastian. They want Sebastian. Milton is in her office using an intercom brainwashing system, just talking, calm down. You don't know the story. My son's a good boy. I was like, what? It was kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny. You know, and uh, Yumiko is there and she's talking about the whole thing. And it's like, oh, don't worry about this. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And she's got plans. And. Uh, I don't know. Before I go any further, just just that view. We we saw we saw a lot. We saw a lot of people on set. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen it. We it's get it because of all the stuff going on with COVID and restrictions. And they even had showrunners last season said, due to COVID protocols, they had to reduce the amount of uh, people and extras on set. And this was an all CG. People were like, oh, well, maybe they CG'd everybody. Yeah, they do that for the walkers, and we saw that later on. But this looked like a lot of legit people. I paused it a few times, and I saw very, you know, different type of people walking, holding signs. They had a lot of extras there. So you definitely get this community vibe, and I bring this up because, at least in the comics, and I think they did mention it here, there's over like 15,000 people in the Commonwealth. It's a large group. This isn't like when we had the governor from season two, where that's like a small town setting. This is huge this is very huge so it was it was great to see they tried to emphasize that and show the scale by having all these people in the crowd it seems like for the majority of the people they're all on the the side of like down with sebastian down with the governor i was expecting to see some people on the opposite side like hey we're pro don't worry we got your back milton you know we, we didn't see that we didn't see that you know, and not even with the troopers. We didn't see any of that stuff. So, I don't know. Before I go any further, what did you guys think of that opening scene in the Commonwealth part with uh, the crowd and Milton? Well, I think there had to be some type of payoff as far as uh, what happened with Connie's story. Uh, it escalated rather quickly because we, we knew we, we learned about this rebel group last, you know, in the second half of the season, I believe it was. So, I thought it made sense for it to escalate to this level because, again, it, it, and I know that you had made a comment earlier that uh, maybe it's a little like it feels like they rushed Negan getting into the Commonwealth. But I think this was the perfect distraction so that he could get in and not have to go through the regular protocols that everyone normally has to go through. Yeah. So. I, th I thought it made sense for sure. It's definitely believable yeah. as it, far as what it, happened. It's, with it's just some. Um... It, it just pushes the side of like with Mercer that he's definitely siding with that group just mm -hmm. so that we know his relationship with Princess and I'm sure that's playing a part but then he also sees how things are just crumbling around him remember last season he saw his second in command he was corrupt and all that stuff and all the other people are corrupt and uh, even his sister was like saying whose side are you on what are you doing and he was like, I'm just doing my job, doing it to you know, protect you because you know, things are rough out there. And she's like, yeah, but you're not helping. It's, it's, Milton's horrible. The sun is horrible. So we definitely see a lot, a lot of that. And we see that Negan is there, as you mentioned, and he sees all this stuff. He's like, what the hell is happening? But then we get a part with Carol. So we see that the kids, so people wanting to know where's Judith and, and AJ and, uh, I mean, um, Rick Jr. and uh, the daughter, Aaron's daughter. And what are they doing? Well, Carol, she's babysitting. You know, but she's babysitting at at Daryl's place, 
And we only know that because she looks out the window and she can see all the protesters, but she sees some guys. And that's what I'm saying. These are people that do they work? They work for Hornsby. They're not yeah. Milton's people. And this is part of that spy group that he has. And they're looking up at the the apartment there. And she's like, all right, something's going down. So she tells the kids to hide. And then she goes out on the windowsill. That was kind of funny. You know, I was like, all right, well, whatever. But uh, they go in there and they start searching around. And they're like, oh, they're not here. And So now we know that the plan is they want to. And maybe that's the other play with Hornsby. Because when he has a knife, just oh, we keep bringing up the smile. Well, we could add this on the, the the bulletin board there. It's like maybe he's smiling because like, hey, I got my people who are gonna go and have your kid, you know, or your your kids from the group, and I'm gonna use that as leverage. And so maybe that's that's the other play that he's going to because he he's he's done that before when he talked about it. And he was like, oh, you know, the, I think it was in Mercer. One of them had talked about it. It's like, hey, look, think of your kids. Think of the life that they're having right now. You know, fall in line type of thing. So uh, uh, maybe that's it. So that whole thing happens. But then she's like, she realizes, all right, things are getting crazy. So she gets Jerry to, to help. Well, more like Jerry bumps into Negan out on the street. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, well, you know, this is what's going on. We got to get the group out of here. We gotta figure out. We gotta get get everybody together. So he brings Negan. Jerry brings Negan over to to Carol, and they have that little reunion. And he says that little remark you said. Maybe I should have stayed in the shed. Things are crazy. And that shed was the whole thing with uh, with Alpha being killed after the head rolling and all that. Uh, but uh, she agrees. So look, they have to work together at this point. Right? They they realize things are getting crazy. She said these. They sent some guys out there to get them. So. She's, I guess she knew some, and this is great planning on her part. She knew at some point things were going to hit the fan. So she said, Jerry, hey, do we have that attic space with the supplies? And I was like, yep, it's all ready. All right. I was like, all right, take the kids there. Right. And I'm going to go in and do some other stuff. There's some other things I have to take care of. So before I go any further, that little intro, just understanding what's going on. All this makes sense. Everything, everybody's cool with this. I do want to mention something that I noticed um, when uh, it was pretty cool. When Jerry uh, was was walking with the kids throughout the crowd, he was he was sort of alerting the crowd of what to do. He's like, yo, hook, you know, you know, oh, we'll step, get to that. Well, that was we'll get to him because once he does, we'll just do it. Then, yeah, when he does go outside. He, they all know there's that whole group. Ezekiel's there. He's in the crowd. They're all in on it. Because remember, Ezekiel had his own group of people that he was protecting and taking care of mm-hmm. that are also against uh, the governor. So once he realizes that he's being tailed because he can see that the, one of the, the, the spy guys is following him and notices him with the kids, he just tells some of the guys next to him, he's like, hey, we're being tailed. We're being tailed. And then they just build like a wall. They become very solid and like protesting, and uh, that gives uh, Jerry and the kids enough time to escape that area, pull down a fire escape, climb up, and then hide for a little bit. And they threw a little tension there where the guy shows up just when the the ladder gets pulled up. He's about to leave, and some dust falls down on him, and he looks up and he doesn't see anything. I was like, oh, I was like, oh maybe, right, maybe it's nothing, and da da da. So uh, that was cool. Now, the person looking down, that's not Jerry's wife, right? That was in the window? 
I just uh, when I saw it, uh, I just assumed it was there were just a random person. It was just a random. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah, random, person. random. Yeah, because I was I was with him because he was like, oh, I, you know, I need some help here. I was like, oh, is that because remember he's going to the attic. This is a safe room, so I wasn't sure if there, that was her and she was already in the safe room, preparing it because they always they had a plan. This is just in case things fall apart. This is where we're gonna go. But. At the moment, we don't know where Jerry's right wife and kids are, um, so you know it. They're they're underused for sure. Uh, but, <laughs> they're, they're background. They're background. They never played a part. But uh, a part. no, that 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 uh, that lady was definitely not uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So um, there goes that part. When we head back to Milton. She's uh, trying to fr- calm down the situation with uh, the crowd, and that's where uh, Yumiko gets involved, tells everybody, listen, we got to calm this down. We, we understand what's going on. We don't know where he is, and we're going to figure this out. Da, da, da. Just trying to defuse the situation. But at the same time, we have uh, one of the announcers for the Commonwealth talking about how there's a lockdown, and that's the name of the episode, because uh, we got walkers coming. They're making so much damn noise <laughs> that uh, a horde is headed their way, and that's when we get another pan out that it's not just just random uh, uh, talk of a uh, of a, a horde coming, so that way they can just get everybody indoors to disperse. No, it, there really is a, a large horde that's headed toward them now. I don't, I don't recall seeing that horde in the last, uh, the season finale of the last episode. Was it there? Was that? No, no it, it wasn't. Right? It looks like this was just something that was uh, uh, part of you know yeah. the governor's tricks to sort of control the crowd. That's right. Really, but yeah. I'm in my head though. I'm filling it in that because these people are so loud and they're making so much noise that that's attracting a horde that was probably further out. You know, because that later on when we hear Rosita talking with Mercer, it's like, wait, how did they get this far? And it was like, oh, they just overran all the groups. There was a, the, the 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 troops that we had in different checkpoints. They're just too many. Well, Mercer's Mercer's being played too. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, Mercer's being played. So, you know, they're all they're all ignorant towards you know what what the governor and and her faction can actually do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, but one of the things that we do know and. Uh, is that Milton, the governor, she did not know where her son was. She had no idea. She really didn't know. And does yep. she believe any of this stuff? Don't know. She blames Connie for all of this. She's like, hey, this is your friend. Uh, do you agree? And, and Yumiko's like, no, nah, I don't think she would have done that, which is bullshit. Come on now. I say, well, of course, of course, you know. Come on now. Uh, but um, she won't leave because we see she has a little conversation with uh, Magna. Right, that was her girlfriend who's in the, the Commonwealth there, and she was like, "I'm not. Uh, are you gonna leave when the time comes?" She's like, no, I can't leave because her brother, her brother is still there. So mm-hmm. uh, she gives that whole little conversation, which is interesting that they threw that scene in there, which means that the brother's gonna well, play a part. I I think it means that, but I also think it it means to let the viewers know everybody is not going to survive. Uh, the rest of this season, but, so don't be surprised if there's some people that get killed but off. But is anybody uh, gonna be upset if the brother dies? I mean, he played. Oh, no. <laughs> no, only only Yumiko's uh, gonna be yeah, upset, well, and Yumiko and yes, gonna care. The well, brother, hey, the, the brother's definitely gonna die. 
the brother is a surgeon and 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 also a a a cook, a, a baker. So I think a the baby. people who like his food are, are going to be very disappointed if he uh, doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. They, they, well, he's doing it. I mean, the, the last we saw, I thought he was working with uh, with Ezekiel, helping him out, helping those people. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He, he was. Yep. Yeah, they That's smuggled like, they smuggled him into they, the yeah. To the they place smuggled him over there. I don't know if he ever came out or whatever. They, they, no one talks about. No one talks about him. All right, so uh, we got that part um, during the the whole before. Yeah, I sort of jumped in, but there was one part with Rosetta where Milton was looking out and she noticed that she was part of the group, and Mercer was also there and noticed she was part of the group, and he's like suit up. And this is important yep. to bring this part up because she she eventually does suit up and they go out to address the the horde, and she says, "I'm here to help you with this, but not with what's going on in the Commonwealth." I'm not fighting mm-hmm. my people and my family. That's that's separate business. But I'll kill as many workers as you want. That's that's cool with me. And he he's, he respects that. And he even says, "Hey, when the time comes, I'll help you get out. You know, when you need to leave." Yeah. Which sort of throws me off with that. It's like really, you you don't think about fixing the problem. You think about just avoiding it with him. Mm-hmm. It's like especially with everything that he knows and what his sister had said. It's like he's not filling her in Rosita saying hey listen maybe you won't have to leave I get it things are bad back there but maybe we can work together on fixing it no it's like well when the time comes you guys gotta go <laughs> you know and then we'll go back to the way it is with just an annoying little brat who gets to do everything and and I just have to follow him around like a puppet and mm-hmm. it, it, it just I, I don't know I was expecting more from his response instead of just saying well when you need help we'll let you go Again, that would have been a great point, a little segment there, just to bring up Princess, right? Just say, hey, well, Princess is going to stay with me. We're going to reproduce and start a new life here. Right? No! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, he doesn't bring that up. Doesn't bring up Princess. There's no mention of Princess. And he's like, well, if, if, one, if one Spanish chick got to leave, then I'm, yeah, I'm keeping the yeah, other exactly, one. Exactly. <laughs> I, got, I got to have my Goya old boya. So listen, so so then, <laughs> so then, now uh, we hear on the, the radio, uh, there's a what one of the cars flipped over. I guess they fell in a ditch. I mean, are they really panicking? Oh, it just bothers me, but whatever. And so they rush over there. They're fighting some uh, walkers. They try they they try to get one of the guys to jump in the truck. This is where we get a gore scene. Uh, the the walkers grab him and they're like both pulling on this guy and he just rips. Yeah. So so can I, I just make a comment here? Yep. Uh, for me, this was a comical scene because what the hell did Mercer think he was going to achieve to actually successfully pull the guy and then continue to pull him when you see he's really being ripped, writ, you know, ripped yeah, to shreds? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, just, it just was comical to see that because it's like, come on, in common sense, there's a whole bunch of walkers. Just leave him. They already go. got him. They already had him. That was the thing. <laughs> it was like 94% of his body was already all covered by walkers. It was just his arm that was free. I'm like, I'm sorry. If uh, if there's a shark attack and my buddy and half his body is in the shark, I'm not like, give me your hand. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be like, yo, I will tell your family you love them. I will tell them that. that's it that's as far as it goes give me your dog tag right exactly oh they don't even have dog tags they they just got their uh their motocross suits on that's all they have (laughs) so uh yeah i i i also i also found that a little bit a little bit funny but uh also you know going back to what we talked about earlier the way that uh 
I mean, they only have to do one thing when they're in that wave uh, herd of things. Just don't get surrounded by the walkers. You just yeah. take a couple of steps back. You know, once you get close to them, take a couple of steps back. Don't get surrounded by them. You're good. But but they kept they kept getting surrounded. And I don't know how they the hell have they, they turned that range weapons. They have rifles. Well, the jeep too. They it flipped over. How yeah, the hell do you do know. that? I don't. They, they don't. Like I said before, they don't know how to drive, and they fell in the ditch. Because don't tell me the walkers tipped that thing over. Don't tell me they got close enough that they like heave oh heave oh no no. Perhaps they they are not they were not as prepared for the situation as they thought they would be when it actually happened. Then it's all and again it's all Mercer's fault because he's supposed to be the commander that he he trained them poorly. Well, that and and I think they the writers want to emphasize oh yeah this this herd is a really big issue here so we need to make them overpowered and just completely. Take over the entire uh, this, scene. This, this would have been a great way. I know they don't want to do the, this type of crossover yet because, you know, they got to have something special for the other one. But, man, this would have been awesome to see some running walkers, right? Let's scratch the, the oh, walking. Yeah. Just oh, to, yeah. If they would have did that pan shop and was like, yeah, things are different right now. There's a horde, but some of them are moving fast. And then they just have that overhead drone shot and just see some of them sprinting it like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, Olympic style. I would have lost my mind. I would have lost my mind. Well, if if that if that scene happened, uh, I don't think that Mercer or Rosita would still be alive. <laughs> they no, they probably, <laughs> would be. they probably would be because my person would think, you know what? What pedal to the metal? We back. Remember, we have our car, and then to see one just like running, just like like a jaguar, like. <gasps> You know, oh, yeah. going nuts and then just grab onto the back and just get dragged and there's your Gorsi. You just get ripped <laughs> to shreds and he's still holding and then they finally get there and it's just like two arms just holding onto the See, I yeah, I need to start writing some scripts for this show. This I is, need to start writing some scripts. Because there's ways you can do this at a low cost. I'm not talking about crazy special effects. You two here comes Tales, Tales two of the Walking Dead Part 2. You know, I gotta get back into writing. That's what I need to do. I'll just keep sending him a bunch of treatments, and eventually I'll get a call back saying, "Hey, you free?" The yes, yes, I'm free. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, you all right? So, um, there goes that. I think that was the last that we see of Mercer and Rosita, right? That was it. We saw that that part with the ripping, and then poof, we don't see them come back. Um, yep. I'm trying to think. I think that was it. Now that I think about it, because we don't see Carol. Oh no, no, we do. Sorry, sorry. That's right. This is the last part of it. This is the last part. Is that we we see that where Carol had to go, and now she says she's doing this as uh, reassurance. She had to have a card in her pocket, and this is the card that she goes to where they keep all the documents. Because I think she said Jerry had access to this, or who was it? Someone had access to it. Maybe it was Jerry. But it makes no sense because then Jerry was with the kids. But I remember her seeing something that access to some room with documents. And it looks like she finds the document of that was the room of that rebel guy, right? Wasn't that his his place? Who's, whose place? Where she found Sebastian it was because she found an address that was in the yeah. document. And I thought that was from the rebel guy who got killed. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where he was hiding out. Maybe I'm wrong, but th- that's what it looked like. It looked like she knew the address. So she went over there, and sure enough, she finds... Oh, she was with Negan. That's right. She was with Negan, and they find Sebastian sleeping on his bed. Like, ah, oh, what do you want? Do you know who I am? And he was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> you know, clearly mm-hmm. you don't. And again, there's no Lucille. 
There's no bat there, but it would have been a great scene. It's just like, you know who I am? And I have the bat, and it's like dripping with gook and smells like hot garbage because he never cleans it. So, yeah, but And some of it like drips in on uh, Sebastian's face, and it's like dripping down, like, oh, what? You know, like that would be. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, who are you? You know, I'm Batman, you know, or something like that. It would have been cool, but uh, no, he grabs him, and he's like, you're coming with us. Like, no, no, I'm staying here until things die down. And he was like, well, if she throws you a lifeline, and he gives a whole little speech, you know, saying, oh, I've never seen him do that. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, that wasn't needed. He should have just roughed him up. You know, I would have just shut him up. And old school Negan in the comics would have just been like, oh, well, you know, if I smack him around a little bit, you're coming with us. You're mm-hmm. gonna, We're going to put an end to all of this. Shut your mouth. Because you know, he's talking about, my mom doesn't care about me. And da, 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 da. It's like, we don't care about you. Forget about your mom. The viewers don't care about you. No one does. He could have, Negan could have uh, killed him right there in that room. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Just move on. But, uh, and that was the other thing I thought maybe at some point, I don't think it would have happened here, but it would have been cool if they, we would have saw something like that. Because Dead or Alive, it, it, at least he's brought to justice and now would have ended the riot. But that doesn't continue the story. So. Uh, they then go back. They we see the next scene is that they're back in Milton's office. This is Carol Negan, and uh, we see Sebastian there. So Carol comes in and then brings in Sebastian, and we got Yuma uh, goes there with Milton, and uh, uh, Milton runs over and gives uh, Sebastian a big hug and then a smack. Like how dare you? Look at all this drama. You go, but I love you. Yeah, that whatever and whatever. And uh, that's when she was, when Carol was like, well, now we need something. Like, well, why do I need you? And the whole thing. And then that's when she says, I work for Hornsby. She's part of that spy agency, you know, that uh, Hornsby has. And he's out there running amok. He's doing all kinds of stuff that she doesn't know about. And so now has her question. But that's it, right? Unless I'm missing something. That was the end of that segment. She doesn't say, Milton doesn't reply to any of that stuff after no, she she. It seems like the whole Hornsby stuff because Hornsby is doing his own faction stuff, and I don't think even Milton knows uh-uh. about all this. And and now that you know, now that she she finds that out, she has a scapegoat to to put all this blame in, and she definitely is not going to use her kid to do it. So that's where that's where Hornsby comes. Um, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing to see because. I always feel like Hornsby's got something up his sleeve. Uh, he always had that that weird ass smirk. But uh, <laughs> we have to have, and maybe I'm I'm being too hopeful, but we have to have a swerve. We have to have a swerve again. Like I mentioned, the way the writers have been putting this season together, or even from last season leading to this season is that they are of two minds, Milton and what she wants to do with the Commonwealth and what Hornby wants, right? He's got his spy group. He wants to take over the outside areas and have and do that all the but I have a feeling that they're really in cahoots. Milton has to do a swerve on everyone. And and when they bring him in Hornsby and Daryl's like, see we caught him and look, this is what's going on and now we can put an end and he, he, and here's a combination of things because, yes, the, is this going to calm the rioters that are out there all upset? I don't think so, really, because, yeah, Sebastian did do a lot of bad things. 
So I, I don't know if that's going to solve it, but bringing Hornsby in, I just have a feeling that Milton is going to look and be like, oh, you screwed up. You couldn't get the job done. Troops! And then they're all going to go and grab Daryl and everybody else and do that type of thing. Up against the wall, you know, or something like that. We have to see that dark side. Because right now, we don't see that. We don't see that from Milton. We see it as more of like she's uh, sort of thinks she's in control, but then she's not. Her, her son is doing all these horrible things. Don't tell me she's had a complete blind eye to all of that. Because you can see he was like a spoiled brat causing all kinds of problems. And we, just from that one scene last season in the car, when they were heading back with Hornsby and Milton, she was telling him, well, make sure you still stick with all your Commonwealth duties, but I don't care about all the rest. So she knows. She knows. And I think it's just going to play a bigger part, which is going to lead to more chaos. Because it can't be... This simple of like, all right, we caught Hornsby. We're going to bring him in. Milton's going to see it for what it is. And the, the group and it, everything's going to be peaceful now. Now we got the this guy who's causing all these issues out of the way. And we'll capture all his spies. And that's it. Because that was the other thing with Carol. Carol was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you everything that Hornsby's doing. Because look, now they're trying to take the kids from, from her. And these are Daryl's kids. And then all that other stuff. And, and Aaron. But I no. There's got to be more to it. There's got to be more. So. And we will find out pretty soon because for those that have AMC Plus, episode two, uh, I'm hearing, is going to become available pretty soon. 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we won't want to spoil that, but there's there. But let's just stick with this one for the people. People. So you know. (laughs) For the people. people. And one. But man, this was this was um it was a doozy. There was some good information. There was some pointless stuff. But overall, it's it's moving the story. It's definitely moving the story. Uh, we have these groups now connecting at the Commonwealth. We haven't seen what's up with Eugene and what's his plans and, and all that. We don't know what's going on with Princess in that situation. In fact, yeah, I think the last I don't remember. It's been a while. But it was wasn't Princess with Eugene? Then they sneak into the dude's apartment. Oh, they were, I mean, they were working together earlier. They were working earlier together. I remember they were doing season, that but... little, they had that spy scene where they were trying to do all that stuff. But yeah, Didn't they get way. to a fight or something yeah. also? I forgot. Either way, it's, it's, we'll find out more. But overall, this wasn't a bad episode. There, there wasn't a lot of filler here. They were really getting to the point and trying to keep this story moving. Um, we talked about this before, and I'm sure it's a letdown for a lot of people that are really into Walking Dead, that follow all the news, we know of all the spinoffs, which means we know of all the people that will survive. Um, I wish I didn't know that. Um, I'm sure the casuals who are just coming back to watching The Walking Dead because they know, hey, it's coming to an end, don't know of all the spinoffs. So I'm sure they're like nail-biting, like, oh, no, who's going to die? Oh, no, Negan, oh, no, Daryl. You know what I mean? Uh, But we know that's not a thing. And, of course, then the big elephant in the room is where's Rick and Michelle? We know they're coming. We, we've seen the shots of them filming on set. We know all that stuff. Then again, that could be just for their spinoff show. But I think it's a no-brainer to guess that they will show up at some point in this. And probably to save the day, right? Because in my mind, I picture this is going to be a big brawl. And 
We're going to see Michonne with Rick. She found him. Remember, that was her angle. She was like Kung Fu. She was out on a mission. I'm going to find my husband. <laughs> and she went and she found him. That's what I'm thinking. She's going to say she found him. He's fine. He's with the Republic. They're all happy living somewhere in Alaska. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, they're definitely going to have to play a part with the, the Civic Republic because those are the ones that picked up uh, Rick. So you can't have Rick just show up and not bring that that part of the story into the play, and that doesn't really. They have well. Oh, you think so? Well, 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 well. I I will say this. Uh, we we discussed this uh, during text, maybe like today or yesterday. Uh, just the whole thing about when Rick and Michonne are going to be introduced. Are they going to be introduced midway through the season C finale? Are they going to be introduced the last quarter, the last episode? We don't know. Um, the whole thing with 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 that faction is it depends if they're they don't have enough time if they're going to introduce Rick and Michonne back to the story in the last episode or the last two episodes it's going to be it's just going to be too much um my guess is they they will be sort of mentioned but they'll be more pivotal pivotal part of some of the spin-offs or one of the spin-offs um and i think that's how they'll carry on with that but as far as this this season or this uh, mothership, I don't think they're going to be too big we, of a factor. We have to see RJ and Judith. They have to reunite with the parents. We have to get that. I think people... Wait, who's RJ? Uh, Rick Jr. Rick Jr. We have to see them reunite. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to yeah, see them yeah, reunite yeah, with yeah. the parents at some point. because Yeah, it, we'll, we'll definitely see that. I... I yeah, what I we won't get, and I'm telling you right now, and not for foreseeing or I've seen anything or read anything, no, but I just, there's no way. We're not going to get, uh, oh, wow, here's a cure for this virus that's been turning people into walkers. We're definitely not getting that. I don't ever see that becoming a well, thing in any of these look, episodes. It's going to keep going. They, they, they'll they never get it. Because some people are like, well, look, they hinted at what, their first season, right? The Doctor? Remember yeah. The doctor? And then they scrapped it. Never went back to that. Well, they, they, I mean, I don't think we're definitely not going to get a cure, but what we are going to get is uh, something that is even worse, and those are runners. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a quite, quite the opposite. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now you think about that, you bring that up. I could see that popping up toward the end of this, just so they can plant that seed to, hey, here's something to look forward to. <laughs> these uh, these uh, walkers have now mutated over the years. I wouldn't be surprised if the show ended, ended with a nuke. Because, oh, right, they had the nuke. Yeah, or bring a combination, and then we see some of the fear cast members show up, which isn't going to happen because they're, they're lost. We don't even know where the fear guys are. They're, they're on a boat somewhere. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens when that one comes back. But uh, overall, I'm excited. You know, Walking Dead is back. We'll see where, where this story progresses. We'll see how these characters make their way through. And uh, the part with the Commonwealth. Does the Commonwealth stay the Commonwealth under new leadership, or does Milton keep control and then takes the side of the group? Which I I don't see that happening. There's no story there. There's no story. All right, people. So we will be back next week for episode 18. So thanks again for supporting us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and uh, all other places. Just thanks, of course, to Coalition.com. We have interviews. We got uh, Dana Abercrombie always interviewing all these cast members and stuff. So, if you want to find out more information, you can always check the site out and find all that stuff. And that's it, people. We will talk to you next week. Peace.